right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for November 17th. It's a Thursday. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. So, Clayton, big weekend in terms of quantity of new mm-hmm. releases. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll TBD whether any of these quantity will result in a quality of box office opening weekend, but definitely a lot of movies coming out on the weekend of Friday, November 18th. So yes, how, how would you like to do this? It's been a while since we've had this many new releases to preview. Do you want to just start maybe by uh, uh, predicting how the big holdover will do, or do you want to save that for last and just jump into Let's the Let's save that for last. I don't want to talk about Black Panther very much. We'll just okay. talk about numbers for that. I think we should list out what these re- re- releases are. Go for it. So we have She Said, mm-hmm. which is the movie with Zoe Kaizan and Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan and the it's promising the young woman. Yes, and the it's about the Weinstein investigation. We have the menu with Anna, Anya Taylor Joy and Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. and that is a thriller from mm-hmm. Fox Searchlight. And then we have The Chosen Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2, which is the new season premiere event for a show that we just found out about a few, uh, I guess last year was it, when there was a huge Fathom event that came out that was called Christmas with the Chosen Messengers. Mm-hmm. And that's dropping. And you know what? There's going to be box, off for it, box office for it, which is very exciting. Unlike... Uh- Netflix movies. I mean, let's let's just start there then. I mean, let's start with The Chosen Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2. This is something we have been asking for for a long time, Clayton. And I'm not saying we've been asking for Chosen religious content. We haven't been asking for Chosen Season 3 specifically, but we have been asking for big, big television events should get theatrical releases you know i think i said this years ago something like marvel's you know or not even the marvel shows but disney's star wars and mandalorian you put episodes one and two of that in a movie theater or succession episodes one and two put that out in wide release in new york and la what about house of the dragon house of the dragon hbo episodes one and two should have been put out as a movie in the movie theaters. But you know what? That didn't happen. They didn't take that risk. But someone who took that risk was Angel Studios, the producers behind The the Chosen. And well, now, they, they're the ones who are doing it. We never got to talk about this because there was no box office for it. Okay. But, they, but Paramount did release the first... I believe it was the first episode or first two episodes of this new season of Yellowstone, along with the st- the Sly Stallone starer, mm-hmm. Tulsa King. Okay. The premiere of that. They released that into limited movie theaters because I saw something about it on my Regal app, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no box office. That's the difference. Right. This needs to be documented. Right, right. Well, the thing is, Angel Studios clearly is feeling real good about what they put out because they're going to put out box office and I don't think Angel Studios would release box office if they weren't confident. They are confident in these chosen. They are and they have reason to be confident because they've put out 
a movie from this series before, and that movie did pretty well as a Fathom event. I mean, we yeah. we have a history. We have Christmas with the Chosen came out in December of 2021. So back in Spider-Man, No Way Home, you know, three Spider-Man days, Jesus was out there as competition for all these Spider-Men, and mm-hmm. he did pretty well. I mean, do we, do you want to take a look at the box office there for December, uh, the weekend of, de- of December 3rd, 2021, Christmas with the Chosen opened up to a $4.2 million opening weekend in just 1,700 theaters. Especially yeah. for late 2021, you know, before the box office was fully back, that is real good for a for a property with no, uh, you know, general uh, national awareness. Well, and it also in its run, which was not a very long run, and I think it was extended because of the success. Mm-hmm. It ended up making 13.3 million dollars wow. all in. Wow! Wow! So for so, for uh, which I think it was just a repurposed, it was repurposed clips from the show. Okay, and musicians playing Christmas songs on the set of the show. So that is what this was, and that made thirteen point three million dollars in wow. its domestic run. So that would be like instead of doing what I'm saying, premiere the next season of Succession in theaters, if instead they just took some, you know, a YouTube clips from Succession and added a couple of Christmas songs and put that out in the theaters. That is what mm-hmm. the Christmas with a Chosen movie was equivalent to. Just repurpose clips and, and some additional songs. And it was only out for 12 days. Wow. Wow. So effectively it made a little over a million dollars a day. Mm-hmm. If we average it out, I mean, obviously it made bigger numbers on the weekends, right, right? But still, that's a lot of dough in a short amount of time. Wow. So then, I I mean, this feels to me like an event. I mean, this feels like the event of the weekend in terms of new releases. You know, I I, I don't think the the chosen season three episodes one and two will be challenging Wakanda forever at the top but in terms of the new stuff I think this is this is the biggie well yeah on box office pro it is tracking anywhere from six to ten million oh, that and to give loud. you an idea the menu is tracking from anywhere from seven to eleven million so there is a chance and I I think personally a very strong chance that the chosen season three episodes one and two, Beats out the menu, for sure. I think that happens for sure, and I think it definitely beats out She Said. So this is the biggest release of the weekend. Yeah, I, I think they are. I think that tracking is very low on this movie, and I think this is one of those movies that really is just so hard to track because it's probably bringing out so many, uh, so many people will buy tickets this weekend who will not see another movie the entire year. You know, so yes. these are these are off the grid moviegoers. These are not well, movie it's the goers. church bus crowd. We we yeah. already coined a term for this. It's the yeah. church bus crowd. Yeah. This movie's playing in two thousand 
2,100 theaters, that's the estimate, Mm -hmm. which I believe is more than Christmas with the Chosen ever played in, which it It, only played in 1,700. Yeah. Now, my only concern with this is that unlike Christmas with the Chosen, Messengers, Mm -hmm. this is something that can be seen at home later, right? I mean, I, I understand why people would rush out to see this. The, that's the only reason why I think this tracking is around what it's going to be. Like, what do you think? Because you're saying it's low, but I don't see like 15 million here. I see 13 million. You see I'm, 13 million. You see I the see whole 13. entire run of yep. Christmas with the Chosen in one weekend Yes, for the Chosen season three, episodes one and two. Yes, because this is it. This is the show, you know. And I know you could you could reason. Oh, I'll get to watch it in a couple of weeks on what, what channel is this on? Is this on like it's Pax not on TV? a channel? I, I, I it's think on the some, chosen. It, I, yeah, you, I, it must be on some kind of like subscription service. You know, I don't yes. think I don't think it's it's a choice between do I pay to go see this in a movie theater or do I wait two weeks and it'll just be on NBC. You know, The Chosen probably is still going to be something you're going to have to pay for. You know, season three, episodes one and two of The Chosen, you can either pay to watch it on your little rinky-dinky black and white, you know, church uh, uh, television in a couple of weeks, or you could go get on the church bus, see it in a big AMC right now. And I think that is going to be the choice that this church brush crowd makes is I think they are going to choose to see it this weekend and next weekend. And I think opening weekend of this movie is going to be bigger than Christmas with the chosen was in 2021. Okay. So just to be clear as to where you can find this. Okay. The chosen has an app. Okay. Its own app. And according to Wikipedia, the first two episodes will be released in theaters mm-hmm. be- before becoming available for free, streaming afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining six episodes will debut each week on the app in December. So this is something that will be available for free down the line. For free, but but through downloading an app. And I do think that there is a big segment of that church bus crowd that will find the ease of just being put onto a bus and taken to a building to be easier than finding, downloading, getting an app on their TV, on their phones, on their smart pads. I I, I just think there's such an audience who will just throw me on the church bus Take me to see this, and then I'll figure out the app for episodes three through, you know, eight. I, I believe that this tracking is around what I would say this is going to make. I, I mean, I'm going to go here. Let's do numbers. Do numbers. I, I say this makes nine point five. Wow. Okay. So you're still high on this in terms of what the tracking is. Yeah, but, I'm near the top of the tracking, but I I don't think right. it's going to go above the tracking. Right. I, I just don't think it will. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a spectacular opening weekend for the mm-hmm. the chosen season 
three episodes one and two. And I think this is going to be the the thing that a lot of coming on Monday, a lot of these uh, conglomerates, a lot of these streamers, a lot of these TV networks, they're going to look at their shows and they're going to say, do we have a chosen on our hands? Could mm-hmm. we possibly premiere two episodes of our show in movie theaters and make some cash? I think The Chosen is going to end up being a very... Uh, Chosen Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2, will end up being a very important movie going forward. Now, here's the question. Mm-hmm. Does it, in your mind, beat The Menu, which I think is the next biggest release? I am also... Not down on the menu. Okay. And I think the menu has a chance to do pretty well in its run. And I think we'll be on the higher end of its tracking this weekend. I do think the chosen season three episodes one and two are going to beat the menu this weekend. Um, So the menu is a black comedy, dark comedy. Starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Ray Fiennes, you know, it's a little bit of a mystery box trailer. We don't know exactly what's going on, but we know something nefarious. Clayton, how are you feeling about that genre in general at the box office? I mean, I, this is the kind of movie that is hasn't been doing well. These adult yeah. sort of serious, and I know it's a thriller, but it's not a hor- it's not enough horror to be a horror movie. It's not close enough to Smile. It's not close enough to Terrifier 2 to bring in the gore heads and the gore hounds, which we've said horror is the most surefire thing you can put in the theaters. And this is just an adult thriller. And I don't see this. I don't see this being at the top of its tracking. I mean, this is a Disney searchlight release. Mm -hmm. These movies have not other than is Barbarian a searchlight? Was that a searchlight? I'm pretty sure Barbarian was Searchlight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it so, was either Searchlight or or 20th Century, but yeah, it's, 20th it's, Century. I think it's yeah. tw- it was 20th Century, right? Mm-hmm. That's an outlier here, and that's more akin to horror. I mean, that's a horror movie. So, I, I mean, you were bulking. We were talking by the water cooler before we started recording mm-hmm. about the opening on this being a, an Amsterdam esque opening, and Amsterdam opened Amsterdam opened to 6.4. That's what I'm thinking this is going to do. I mean, I, I don't think Amsterdam's a good comp because Amsterdam had just such disastrous buzz weeks before it came out. And it was, everyone knew it was going to be terrible before it dropped. You know, I know uh, critics don't matter and all that, but for these type of movies, they definitely matter in the sense that if a movie is critically maligned and it's for adults it basically has no chance Mm -hmm. and so that was amsterdam the menu right now seems to be very critically liked i think it's in the 90s on rotten tomatoes so that 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 differentiates it from amsterdam audiences knew amsterdam was going to be a disaster so that movie had no chance you know the these type of movies the margins are so thin they have to be good so the fact that the menu seems like it will be good, I think gives it a better chance than your typical either dark comedies or adult thrillers do at the box office. Well, the reason why I would say Amsterdam's a good comp is just because that was a big, buzzy movie with a 
with big stars in it. With Anya Taylor-Joy, she is a, an emerging star, but that was a big-time director, big movie with big stars, and it underperformed for that, which was a movie that could have, you know, years ago, if it was a quality movie, make in the 20s, open in the 20s or even right. the 30s, right? But it had so to that's be why, good. It did have to be, but, that, but that's what I'm saying is that the menu, what do you realistically think the menu is going to make? I mean, because I do, th- I do think it could get to eight or nine million. You know, I uh, think, and again, I think with the menu, it's more about the run. But I do think in the opening weekend, I mean, something I'm throwing out there as a comp is, you know, because you're looking at dark comedies. I think it could do what a Ready or Not did in August of 2019. You know, because mm. Ready or Not is not horror. And I don't think it was ever able to sell itself as horror. It was sold as something of a, you know, dark comedy, a, uh, 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 you know, what's the the Jeremy Piven movie we always reference? Oh, Very Bad Things. Very Bad Things. As a Very Bad Things type of movie, the menu has a Very Bad Things-ish vibe. I think an elevated Very Bad Things. And, you know, Ready or Not came out in August of 2019 made $8 million. I could see the menu opening around that, you know, with a bigger star in in Ray Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy than Ready or Not had. I think eight, nine, maybe even 10 is possible for this movie opening weekend. Does you know, Ray, cr- Ray Fiennes is, he's not nobody. You know, he's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. He's had... He's had successful movies where he's the lead. You know, the Wes Anderson Grand Budapest Hotel is for that type of movie a pretty big box office success. Like, I do think Ray Fiennes in this type of movie means something. You know, that's what differentiates it from your bodies, bodies, bodies type of dark comedy. Oh, we're not talking bodies, bodies, bodies here. Yeah. But that's the genre this is in. But I think. Unlike a movie like that, it has a star. Ray Fiennes is a star. He's a he's someone who's been famous for a really long time being in movies. This is just, and we talked about this on our on our preview, and we were both kind of high on this. So the closer this release comes, the less I feel like there's a true audience for this film. Because this does feel like, and we're glad it's going to theaters, because this easily could have been a Hulu movie. Easily. We easily, easily. could have opened our Hulu app on our smart television yep. this weekend and saw, oh, new Anya Taylor-Joy movie. Yes. And it's great that that's not the case. Thank God. But I still think that this movie is going to make Amsterdam-esque money. So I'm going seven with this one. Okay. I'm going to go nine and a half. Nine and a half. All right. So yeah. that's what I said for The Chosen. So we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're circling around the same kind of numbers. Now- Want to be a boy? Read sent us an mm-hmm. email, and he Love thinks it. that the menu is going to cry macho. So, and just wow. and just in case we have any sort of uh, new listeners, cry macho obviously was a Clint Eastwood film that under uh, underperformed at the box office. This was a day and date release mm-hmm. in 2021. Yep. More specifically, it came out in September, and it made. million in its opening. And we use the term cry macho when anything is going to make around that 4.4, something a little bit more, a little bit less. So when a movie cries macho, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
And so he believes that the menu is going to cry macho. Wow. But he also thinks she said is going to cry macho. And I would say she said it's going to be lucky if it cries macho. A hundred percent. I think this is where we're both going to be on the same page. She said it feels like a total box office disaster in the making. So the the natural comp for this, obviously, is 2019's Bombshell, mm-hmm. which was about the Fox scandal, the Fox News scandal. And that's a film that, in its wide release opening, made $5.1 million. Mm-hmm. So that's a cry macho, I would say. For that, for that time period, you know, coming out in 2019 with those stars – you know, with Shirley's oh, yeah. Theron as a star, that is that is a, a cry macho, yes. And Nicole Kidman. And Nicole Kidman, yeah, that is a crying and, macho. And it's a Jay Roach-directed pick. Yeah, which she should, should have been on HBO, but, I mean, again, glad it got a release in theaters. Right. So uh, Box Office Pro doesn't feel any better about She Said than we do. It's not even in there. They're not even saying it's going to make top five. And they're wow. saying it's anywhere between two and five million dollars. Wow. Wow. I think under two. I think this movie could open it like a million, uh, 1.6, 1.7 million. This feels like a, a movie that's getting a wider release than... Tar has gotten, then the Triangle of Sadness has gotten, and you know, some of these Oscar hopeful adult movies. But I think there's less of an audience for this movie than there is for those movies that have gotten smaller releases. I, I well, just don't see the audience for for she said. Well, this is on the low end of wide releases because it's at it's in it's going to be in two thousand theaters, so it's not going to okay. be in as many theaters as the menu and you know Black Adam or Ticket to Paradise or anything like mm-hmm. that. So it's also at a disadvantage for that. But I do think, yeah, this is more wide release so that we're on a lot of screens, so people, if they want to see it, can see it. This is going to be an Oscar film. Definitely a lot of nominations for this film. So I think that's more like. Does this movie make any money after the Nom Nom Noms come out is the question. I mean, if it gets a Nom Nom Noms, and listen, who knows? This could be the the greatest movie of the year. We haven't seen it yet, and maybe it gets those Nom Nom Noms. But I think this is a movie that has no appeal to the stacks. I think the stacks mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. I think the, I think the earth dogs plain billies. I don't think this is a movie that holds much interest there. And I think when it comes to the coasts, you've got so many movies that I think are going to be higher priority for those moviegoers. You know, you've still got triangle of sadness and tar out there. You've got the menu, I think is going to be going after the same audience and the menu promises fun you know and promises bigger stars i think that's going to get that audience and you know the fablemans is in a couple of theaters and even the fablemans whatever whatever moviegoers it gets in the handful of theaters that it's currently at in the big cities those are people who 
we're maybe going to consider going to see She Said, and they're obviously going to pick the Spielberg family drama. Well, over, you're in the, over you're the Weinstein so, movie. You're so in the bag for the Fablemans, and I, I can't wait. We're going to see it this weekend, and I can't wait till it comes out in theaters, and we can talk about box office with that movie. I can't, but but, but it's separately. You, you would agree it's a crossover audience. I will say that I will agree with one statement you made there, where she said. Mm-hmm. As much as it could be a great movie and a and a movie that is very impactful and moving, mm-hmm. it does not look fun. And as you said, people are not going to see movies that don't look fun. They're, right now, they're still not. Not in a big way. And if you want to see a movie that doesn't look fun, there's other movies that that audience could get. And listen, Tar was fun. We saw Tar. But that type of movie, I think Tar is going to be the bigger choice than she said. I think that, again, Triangle of Sadness and some of these indie movies that are still out there, these indie Oscar hopefuls, just have bigger stars and I I think are are more appealing subject matter than she said. I mean, she said it's Zoe Kazan, it's Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan has been around for a while. She's got two Oscar nom nom noms. I don't think she's anywhere near the draw that an Anya Taylor-Joy is, or Ray Fiennes is, a Kate Blanchett in Tar, Olivia. Uh, 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 wait, who's who's in the uh, the Fablemans? It's Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. I was gonna say Olivia. Williams. Michelle Williams. I, these are all bigger stars who are going for that same audience. Yeah, and I think you keep mentioning Tar, and Tar is pretty much done when it comes to a theatrical run at this point. I think the kind of movie you're talking about is the Banshees of Inisherin. And that's Banshees a movie of that Inisherin. Yes, yeah, I mean, that I too. mean, Armageddon Time, Tar. They're all, they've already tanked at the box office, so those are not going to be the options. The people who've wanted to see those in the theater have already seen those in the theater. I mean, I think Inisherin is something, and Fablemans is something, but you can't keep invoking Tar because that's. I don't think that's a good argument. Tar has been out for so long at this point. But I think I I can't invoke Tar because I think in the only places where she said has a chance of doing anything, those movies are still playing around there. But I would you know, argue that those people have already seen it, so they will see see she said. That's going to be really hard for me going forward. I hope this movie I, does not do that well because I cannot say that title. I think very well. I think there will be people who who will want to have seen Tar a second or third time than see she said. Okay, well then that's that's really damning for she said. I, that's where I think we're at with this movie. I mean, I I think under two million dollars. I think this is surprising that it's getting as wide of a release as it is, considering again some of the other adult drama awards plays that didn't get as big of a uh, an opening weekend. I mean, and I, I would think agree it's with gonna that. Play, it's going to play. As if it did open in 800 theaters. That's what. That's I, where I think. It's I think not going to play any differently than if it opened in eight or 900 theaters. Two would be nice for this. Yeah. Like if this makes two, that's that's on the high end for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be nice to she said, and I'm going to go for two, two million dollars. Yeah. So I, I just, and, and I don't. It's not going to be in the top five. I just don't see the 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 box office interest in a movie about Harvey Weinstein or about New York Times reporters. I think those are two IPs that right now 
are not very appealing. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. Now, let's talk the big monster that's still hanging out, making some money. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, second weekend. What's the drop? I mean, it's got to be... Over, it's got to be 60% or so, right? I mean, I don't think Wakanda Forever is going to be the type of big movie that opens number one and then also has a really good hold in the 50s. So I think we're starting from it drops 60% or more, you know? Mm-hmm. And then yes. the question is, is it a crazy drop? All the way to say 70%, which doesn't necessarily mean that people hate the movie or anything like that or that the movie's going to have a bad bad run because stuff like Spider-Man No Way Home with the three Spider-Men did have a huge second weekend drop and then held from there. Well, that's yeah, but that's – I mean that was do. so gigantic. It's, it's bound to right. drop that big. I think the Marvel movies – recently mm-hmm. have been more front-loaded and they've dropped bigger than they used to. But that's everything. But uh, Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange sequel, dropped 67%, and Thor Love and Thunder dropped 68%. So those are movies that are not that far from a 70% drop. I don't see 70% for this nope. because, again, there is nothing out there, really, mm-hmm. that big. So I, I'm going – I think this makes an equivalent to Madness. So I think it's going to drop around 68. 68 you, you know what? I, I Maybe I'm feeling froggy this weekend. I think it'll hold better than Doctor Strange. You uh, just hate that movie. You just hate I, that movie. I, I did it. Listen, I'm the one who saw in the movie theater. I liked it fine. I, I just think You that, don't hate the movie. You just don't like how much bigger it's, it was than expected. I, I just think that Wakanda Forever doesn't have the... I, I think Doctor Strange and Thor Love and Thunder were movies that coming out of that opening weekend did really rile people up negatively for certain reasons. And then they stabilized and they both did fine. But there was more to me bad fanboy buzz coming out of both of those movies than there is coming out of Wakanda Forever. You know, people with Doctor Strange were disappointed. There weren't as many surprises as as they hoped there'd be. Mm -hmm. Thor Love and Thunder. People just didn't like that movie. It it just is what it is. The tone was off. Yeah, so those are two movies that did have immediate backlashes in a way that I don't think Wakanda Forever is is generating. I think it's not a sensation. That's pretty clear. It's not Mm -hmm. the sensation the first one was. But I don't think it's got the negativity coming out of the opening weekend that those two did. So I think 65%. I I think it could drop 65%. Which, I mean, what is that then? That is, we're looking at a drop of, jeez, uh, uh, 108 million. I mean, we're still looking at a drop that probably is over a $100 million drop. So you're saying no that it's going to make a, around like 65 or four. Yeah, I think, six, I think 65 million or so is what it'll make. Yeah. Now, Pat, how much of this good buzz you're feeling about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, compared to those last two movies, 
has to do with the Lexus Adidas crossover. You know, how much of it do you think that has that engendered a special kind of goodwill? Because Adidas and Lexus didn't get together for Doctor Strange. Right, right, right. Thor Love and Thunder didn't inspire Adidas to design the inside of Lexus's new convertible. You know, Mm -hmm. Wakanda Forever did that. I think that's the type of thing that is really gaining awareness throughout all communities. Yeah. And I think... It's the type of thing people talk about at the water cooler, they talk about in the streets, and they talk about in front of a movie theater. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're walking around, they see a Lexus drive by, they're like, oh, is that the Lexus that Adidas designed the interior of? Maybe I should go see Wakanda Forever in Weekend 2. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's the type of thing that helps you avoid that big drop because it keeps people talking, it keeps all communities talking feeling positive so yeah it's about outreach yes yes so i think that's going to help i think partly because of people liking the movie and partly because of people loving the adidas lexus brand partnership team up i think yeah wakanda forever drops 65 percent instead of what dr strange and uh, thor love and thunder dropped in the high 60s okay so let's do our top fives here. Yeah. Pat, do you want to go it. first? So number one, Slam Doink, it's got to be Wakanda Forever. Thank you, Lexus and Adidas team up. It's the number one movie of the weekend, two weekends in a row. Slam Doink, yeah. Slam Doink. Number two, step out of the way, The Rock, because the Jesus is here and the Chosen, season three, episodes one and two, will be your number two movie of the weekend at the box office, displacing The Rock's Black Adam. So Chosen is number two. Number three, I got to go The Menu. You know, mm-hmm. I said The Chosen would do around 13. I think The Menu gets the nine and a half. So that's good for number three. Number four... And here's where we're going a little wild now. I think number four is going to be Ticket to Paradise. I love that. I love it so much. I think Clooney and Julia Roberts, at this point, their movie has more momentum than Black Adam. And they're going to have a smaller drop. They're also fighting. They're not fighting for the same audience in the way that Black Adam is fighting for the superhero Wakanda Forever audience. I think Ticket to Paradise, number four, And then Black Adam is going to be number five. So The Rock, I think, slides from number two all the way to number five, knocking Lyle Crocodile out of the top ten. And, I mean, she said... Out of the top five, not out of the top ten. Out of the top five. And she said, does it... I, I don't think it beats La La Crocodile. I'm just looking at what's in the top ten. I was just going to ask that. I was gonna, that was going to be my final question. I think Lyle Lyle beat She Said. I think Smile, which made $2.3 million last weekend, that beat She Said. I think it's now, does She Said make more than Pray for the Devil? Possibly. Pray for the Devil made $1.9 million. This is a Halloween release. You know, this is a movie that only came out because of the month of October. I still think Pray for the Devil maybe beat She Said this weekend. Oh, no, that's, that one. would be crazy. 
It's in 2,100 theaters last weekend. I don't know what it's in this weekend. It's going to be in 15. It's going to be in 1,500. Pray for the devil. I mean, you're really beating up on She Said. That, that's 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 sick. If Pray for the Devil here's, beats She Said, that, it here, wouldn't even make a million then. Here's then, something Then it makes 800,000. It, it's Armageddon time for... It's Armageddon time for She Said. Pray for the Devil could get a boost because of, and hear me out, oh The Chosen gosh. being in movie theaters this weekend... And oh, the Satanists have, come out. You have the Satanists come out. I think they see that Jesus is going to be number one, so they don't want the devil to have such a poor showing. So I do think you get a Satanist uh, uh, surge. You know, a, a Satanist surge by a lot of pray for the devil tickets. Whether they go or not, who knows? They may just stay home and burn pentagrams. But I think they buy those pray for the devil tickets. And I think there's just a certain amount of people who go see the Chosen, and then they look down the hall. And they see Pray for the Devil, and they think, let me just take a look. They're titillated, you know? or they're going to the dark side. It's like yeah. forbidden fruit. Yeah. So I do think you're going to get some, the chosen, come out on that high, and then they get to the ticket booth, and they see Pray for the Devil, and they just go right back in. So I think- Well, they'll miss their bus back to the church, though. That's, I mean, that's an even worse thing, too, because they're going to be counting heads in that church bus, and someone's right. going to be missing, and it's, where are they? They're in Pray for the Devil. Listen, it's going to be a lot, a lot to answer for on Monday morning for some of these, the chosen Pray for the Devil double featurers. Um, but yeah, I think she's, here's the other one that could be cheesy. Oh my gosh. Did, is this it is depends, insane. it depends on what the, what the, uh, theater count is this weekend. Cause Banshees of Inna Sharon. 850 is, is the theater count. 850 theaters. So it's losing theaters this weekend. Cause it was at 960 last weekend after yes, gaining theaters. 65 theaters. So it's losing theaters. Okay. So then she said, will beat Banshees this weekend. So there okay. you go. I think Banshees, uh, uh, she said basically opens probably like ninth for the weekend. That's my that's my take. Jesus. Well, now that you've thoroughly buried She Said, it's not in my top five. Okay. Number one, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, as we said, Slam Doink. Yep. I think this is a 68% drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would put it around, what, 60, 61, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the math, but uh, it's going to be around that. Number two, I agree. The Chosen, season three, episodes one and two. I'm not as high numerically as you are, but on the chart here, I'm at the same level as you. This is going to mm-hmm. be number two. Number three is going to be The Menu. And again, I said this is going to make six something. Mm-hmm. Under that is Black Adam, and I'll tell you why. I okay. love your Paradise pick, but it's next. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is when Ticket takes over Black Adam's spot and punches its ticket. Okay. So that I think you're a weekend early on this, but okay. I love the pick. Mm-hmm. So Black Adam is going to be my number four. Mm-hmm. And then number five, Ticket to Paradise, for sure. So, and what where, what do you think that she said finishes ahead of, of those movies that are uh, left in the top 10? I think Lyle, Lyle chomps it. Okay. And I think it beats Smile. So okay. it's going to be right, right, it's going to be right behind Lyle, Lyle. Okay, so you think it beats Smile. All right. I mean, it's going to be well, very Smile, interesting. 
is available on Epix. It's also available on, on, on Paramount Plus, which I want to mm-hmm. clear that up because last episode I said it was on Epix. It is on both, so you can see it on Paramount Plus as well. Gotcha. But I think Smile has made over a hundred. It's dropping theaters. It's going to be in seventeen hundred theaters. So I I do think Smile its run has ended pretty much. Still making mm-hmm. a little bit of bank. It'll make a million, but I do think she said will narrowly beat it. I mean, I can't wait until Monday to uh, to see these results. And if it is a fascinating, I, I love a weekend where there are this many possibilities. There's this oh, many releases. Absolutely, I love. That. I mean, the, the top five could be completely scrambled from what we've said. Yes. Now, if you're a Satanist and you're going to see Pray for the Devil this weekend, mm-hmm. email us. Yes. Pat, where can they email us at? Satanists, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if if you tempt any of the 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 church bus goers who saw the chosen, if you could get them to come see Pray for the Devil with you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would love to hear a story about a a Satanist who gets uh, a chosen season three, episode one and two movie goer to come to their side. It's great yeah. for the box office, which is all that matters. So email us those Satanist victory stories at the BO boys podcast at gmail.com. So the theaters are many things. They're a place to go. They're a place mm-hmm. to relax. They're a place to be excited, but there's a chance this weekend that the theater will be a battleground Mm-hmm. for people's souls. Yes, yes, yes. I, which I love because, you know, people's souls, it ends up in the end equaling dollar signs. It yeah. always does. And I'm glad that that's at play for these movie theaters. All right. And did you mention what our Twitter is, Pat? Our Twitter, uh, we're still on Twitter as of now, and it is at the B.O. Boys pod. We got wannabeo intern Christopher is just killing it with the audiogram excerpts. Just, just you know, bite-sized, best-of chunks from these episodes. So if you're a listener and you're not subscribed, you're not following us on our Twitter account at the B.O. Boys Pod, you're doing yourself a disservice because it's just great clips. You get to relive some of the best 2 minutes, 20 second moments of this podcast. And that'll be where, at some point, we let you know which social media platform we're going to when and if Twitter completely collapses. So we'd announce on our Twitter when we have left Twitter. That'll be the first place to know that we've left Twitter, is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. As so all good Twitter us. resignations happen. Yes. So follow us there at the B.O. Boys pod. Great. Well, Pat, I don't think there's anything left to say. No. Except until next time. Will smell you at the bar.